happen. When that alarm clock goes off, there's at least 50% of the time where you just, that, that soft little pillow is just caressing your head and you want to stay there. And it takes discipline to go, nope, I'm going to get up out of this bed and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. We all average probably about five hours of sleep. Work hard, sleep less. Tomorrow morning, when that alarm goes off and you start feeling all the excuses that come in and that bed is cozy. I know what you're saying. I love my bed too. And you then go five, four, three, two, one, and you get up. That discipline that you have at that moment, you win that fight. That's a big victory. And then that 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 pattern will carry out throughout the day. Because once you're up, well, now that I'm up, I might as well go work out because I'm already up and I, I feel good that I got up out of bed and I won that battle. Let me go win another battle. I'm going to go get it done. And that discipline carries on throughout the day. So now you take that and you, you expand that out over a week in a month and you end up with more discipline. And it starts with that simple act of getting up and getting out of bed in the morning. I work out twice before everyone wakes up. So it started off 4 o'clock in the morning where I'd start and then start with my cardio, then I'd have breakfast, and then I would go to the gym, and then I'd go to work. And I wake up at 4.30 in the morning because no one else is awake yet. So that gives me the opportunity to do things that I need to get done kind of selfishly for myself. And the big one in that category is working out. And it doesn't feel good at 4.30 when you get up, but by the time 7 o'clock rolls around and you've already worked out and you've already gotten some, some work done, and you've got some time to say goodbye to your kids before they go to school, it's infinitely better than sleeping in until 6.45 and you get out of bed and now you're, you missed your kids going to school or, or whatever. You, you, you're not prepared for the day. It's, it's awful. Wake up at the same time every day. And if you pick that time and you start waking up at the same time every day, that's very good for you. It doesn't have to be 4.30. It could be 6.30. It could be 7. I, I don't know what your personal schedule is. Find out a time, pick it, set it, stick to it. Look, everyone has a problem with time, but the day is 24 hours and we sleep six. Now, I know there's some out there that say, whoa, 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 I need eight. Well, I say just sleep a little faster because the bottom line is we have six hours of sleep, 24 hours are available, so you have 18 hours now available to your work, your family, your hobbies, and also to learn something new or to do something new, which could easily be that you want to learn a new language, to read a book every week, or you say, I'm going to go and reshape my body. So you're going to go and take this hour out of your schedule and say, I'm going to train an hour every day. So this is, for most people, a huge challenge, but it is totally doable, I can tell them, because the kind of things that I did when I came to this country, I mean, I went to school, I was working in construction, I was working out my five hours a day. I was taking acting classes from 8 o'clock at night to 12 midnight. I was doing all of those things. I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time with the time and I don't have time for this and I don't have that. You have time. You make the time. Sometimes, even if you're the most highly motivated person in the world, that grind starts to beat you down a little bit. And that's when you have to stop looking at the short-term thing, because that's not that's not getting you to, to get it done. And you gotta look, okay, what is the long-term goal that I'm looking at? What am I really trying to get done in the long-term? And you say, oh, you know what? I'm actually waking up today early so I can be ahead of the curve, so I can sell more of these widgets or whatever, so that I can buy a house. And you know what? Today matters. Today matters. This decision that I'm making right now is that first step. It's me taking one stroke, swimming in the right direction, heading towards the shore. And if I don't take this, 
I'm not making any progress. I had been struggling, struggling, struggling. We still had all the same problems. I was totally in the house, still facing bankruptcy, still fighting like crazy. I was still unemployed. The next morning, the alarm goes off, and um, I pretended NASA was there. It's the stupidest story. I literally went five, four, three, two, one. I counted out loud, and then I stood up. And I, I'll never forget standing there. And for the first time in three months, I had beaten my habit of hitting the snooze button. I couldn't believe it. And I thought, wait a minute. Counting backwards? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, the next morning I used it again and it worked. The next morning I used it again and it worked. The next morning I used it again and it worked. And then I started to notice something really interesting. There were moments all day long, all day long, just like that five second moment in bed where I knew knowledge what I should do. And if I didn't move within five seconds, my brain would step in and talk me out of it. Every human being has a five second window. Might even be shorter for you. You have about a five second window in which you can move from idea to action before your brain kicks into full gear and sabotages any change in behavior. Because remember, your brain is wired to stop you from doing things that are uncomfortable or uncertain or scary. It's your job to learn how to move from those ideas that could change everything into acting on them in the smallest moment. We always talk about hunger and how you always want to outwork your competition regardless of how successful you may be lucky enough to be. You want to be hungry. If you know what it's like to be hungry, you'll never be full. It's one thing to be hungry, it's another thing when you're starving for greatness and starving for success. What if? A lot of times I'll be in a 200 mile run or something like that, and I'm all jacked up. Body's broken, mind's broken, spirit's broken. I start to say, what if I can pull this off? Greatness gets in my DNA. I know what it's like to operate every single day, regardless of the success that I've been a lucky son of a bitch to achieve. I operate every day as if I'm starving. It's a what if I can pull off a fucking miracle? What if I can become someone that no one thinks I can be? Is this that? This me talking about that? I have the hair going up on my arm because it makes me just like, what if? When you're trying to get better in life, the grind is forever. There is no end. There is no countdown. As long as you're breathing, you gotta keep trying to get better. You've never arrived in life. Stay hard. A lot of people say that nothing's impossible. Shit, I even said that nothing's impossible several times in my life. I lied. There's a lot of things that are impossible for you to do. What happens is when we come across something that's very hard and we try it once or maybe twice, we then say, we're done, we can't do it anymore. Before you say something's impossible, do it and do it and do it to a level that people think that you might be fucking crazy until you say it's impossible. People want to know where I find my strength at where I get my strength, I get from a lot of places. But right now, this morning, 
I'm getting it from you. You're not a motherfucker that's up. You're not a car. You're not a person. Everybody's in their beds. You're dreading that it's a Monday. Hate it's a Monday. And I'm loving it. I'm loving that. Where everybody's getting weaker, I'm getting stronger. It's not about the running, the swimming, the push-ups, the sit-ups. It's about what those things do for your mentality. You don't get better on the daggone couch. You get better by coming out here and getting the fuck after every daggone day. Stay hard. There's one thing to be hungry. It's another thing when you're starving for greatness and starving for success. The people in the world become weaker people. It's by capping your brain. It's by putting this kind of garbage in it about not attacking what you're not good at. It's about putting a cap on managing your expectations. If I lived that way, if I had any kind of thought process like managing expectations, I would be a 400-pound man by now working some job that made no money, and I would not, never know my capabilities. I would never have become a Navy SEAL. I never went to school. All these things I did. see a fight sometimes you see a fighter and I mean that fighter is getting his ass whooped from pillar to post he's getting knocked down beat up eyes black and bloody face beaten and everybody is wondering Why don't he just quit? Why don't they just stop? If you really want your life to work, then you're going to have to give. And get on the goddamn road and stick your thumb out and hitchhike. Start walking now. Nobody is going to hand you the fulfillment of the dream you have in your mind about a great life you want to live. Don't write me and tell me that in five years you picture yourself as a pro wrestler, but when you answer other portions of the questionnaire, you're not even in the gym yet. This is what's wrong with people today. This is what's wrong with people today. They think that great lives just fall out of the sky. If they dream hard enough, fantasies hard enough and long enough they keep stroking that that their life will turn out just the way they dream it's a lie you're feeding yourself every day a lie why would they continue to fight why would they continue to go on even though they are being beaten all across the ring, the octagon, or the wrestling mat. Why would they do that? What would make them do that? Your life will not wait for you to quit telling yourself lies. It will go by and your whole life will be a lie. And the answer is simple. 
they cannot help themselves because they are a fighter. And being a fighter, it is inbred in them to fight. No matter how difficult or lost the situation may seem, they cannot help themselves. It's impossible for them to stop fighting. So don't write me and tell me that kind of shit. I just don't care. I don't care. I want, with every part of my being, for every human being to succeed in life. At, at the dreams that they have. But I don't give a shit if you fail. I've never met any human being who didn't have it within themselves to succeed at life. But I've met plenty who choose to. And if that's your attitude, that you choose, that you choose to, and you're waiting for somebody to rescue you, don't waste my time. All I want to do is give you some tools with an intense emphasis in the way that only I can and try to bury them, knock them in your head so you get out there and you kill it at life. Woo! <laughs> when I'm doing nose dives in the parking lot, will I continue to fight? Yes! The answer is yes. When I'm laying in a hospital bed, with tubes and needles sticking out my ass. Will I continue to fight? Yes! When I'm laying dead on this book, will I continue to fight? But yes! Woo! I can't help myself. Why do you do it? I can't help myself. I'm a fighter. And that's what fighters do. Until the good Lord throw the towel in on C.T. Fletcher, I am going to continue to fight until my corner man throw the towel in. Until my referee stops the fight, I'm going to continue to fight.